0: So uh, this is a really a, 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 a talk for uh, those who are just learning. Okay, Kubernetes observability and and how to you know look at the data driven uh, uh, observability around Kubernetes and a little bit about you know security around uh, stateful applications. So uh, most of them, you know, Victor can do whatever he want and gives great does great YouTube videos and, and you know, he's invited to this talk, uh, but he's not limited. I was told, right, Bart, that I need to re- pre-record the demos. So, yeah, so I'm going to, all the hands-on stuff is pre-recorded. I'm going to show you a few slides, okay, about what I'm going to show you. Then you're, we are just going to view together a video I created yesterday. Um, so just really a few words about, it because, uh, about me. Okay, uh, I'm CTO of Armo small Kubernetes security startup. Um, I'm com- coming from the deep security world into cloud native. Um, yeah, and giving a lot of talks lately. So, um, what I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you a very simple setup uh, of, you know, Minikube with uh, with MongoDB installed in as a full set. Okay, we're going to look at Kubernetes Lens as a way to observe, okay, uh, this application, okay, how the stateful set looks, pv's pvcs and disk usage. Uh, then we are going to look at a little bit my, you know, uh, the, uh, project okay maintainer with kubescape uh, about we are going to look at the security of this application. Uh, we'll look at vulnerability scanning okay and how is our uh, bug looking like. Uh then uh you know we'll do a little sneak preview of of Graphen and prometheus how you can view this application under this. So it's really for you know uh, first to begin with. Um, let me check the video. This is, I hope so. You see, so again, we're starting by a, a very simple uh, mini cube. Okay, I've installed with Helm Prometheus Grafana. Um, uh, you know locally. Um, with uh, you know installed mongodb okay from bitnami okay installed kubescape as an operator um and just you know took the secret of grafana so later we can log into grafana for the first time so as a first step okay um well, i'm going to show you that everything is, is is running here you know as expected so you can believe me that everything is here and right uh, okay and the MongoDB, our MongoDB is here, and we are going to uh, um, the Kubernetes Lens. Okay. Under Kubernetes Lens, okay, uh, you have my minikube, and I, honestly, I have to tell you that at the end, I connected also one of my Jenkins uh, uh, instances to show something. Uh, but in general, if, you, if, if under Kubernetes Lens you're opening the, uh, the cluster, okay, um, you'll get a few nice uh, overview about what you have, and you have these stateful sets. Uh, uh, under, you know, the workload page within the workload. Okay. You can see these different parts okay, of the workload definition. And, you know, you can see this single instance of pod, okay. Uh, under it's the instances, and you can go scroll down. Okay. And what you can see here is actually, um, the most interesting thing we have here it is actually the volumes and the mounts. Okay, we have this the bitnami MongoDB uh, directory, and uh, and you, what you can see below. Okay, if you are looking at your uh, state pool set, is uh, uh, is actually the uh, the persistent volume claim uh, we all longing for. Um, so if we're looking inside, okay, uh, we can get information. Okay, about the persistent volume claim. Okay, when it was created, uh, its size. Uh, honestly, I I really tried to hook up uh, with um, um, with the, uh, to um, to the disk information. Okay, inside Kubernetes Lens and uh, the you know the result of all of my trials was a bug uh, issue I opened on, on Lens which was accepted. So there need to solve uh, some issues. So I reconnected. Uh, to an actual, you know, live cluster we have with Jenkins, uh, where we have under the stateful set um, we have uh, Jenkins, and here we can see a little bit more about the disk itself uh, and what we have, uh, you know, under the file system inside Lens, which can, which is pretty neat because I, um, you know, there is always the, uh, this discussion whether, you know, uh, we as hands-on people, we like a UI or not. I do think that though I really like CLI, okay, UI can be very, very helpful, especially with uh, debugging and looking around things and understanding that really, really, really fast. But in, uh, in this case of this Jenkins uh, um, um, instance, okay, we have a real uh, volume, EBS volume, sorry, EFS volume uh, behind uh, this uh, volume claim. Um, and you can see here, yeah actually uh, uh, the volume claim should be in, if I remember correctly I found it a little bit later downwards yeah, EFS claim. so um, it's always the question okay of uh, of what kind of volume you want to use uh, uh, under AWS I, I I honestly in case of Jenkins, I was really preferring EFS instead of uh, EBS because, of you know of the debuggability uh, around uh, Jenkins, uh, I like to you know to backup stuff uh, outside uh, the pods and stuff, and therefore I, I really like uh, um, really like the e- e- EFS and its all uh, and its usability, so I can have another machine uh, bound to that same uh, file system and talk to it. Obviously, on the other hand, there are performance issues. Okay with it, but in this case we are that's really caring about it because is not a high load uh, system. So uh, going from, uh, uh, from this, okay, return to, to our minikube. Okay. Uh, we can see also that that within the lens, you know, we can see uh, Kubernetes events, which are popping up. Uh, so those who want to, you know, have observability inside can, can you uh, see them? Um, so now we are switching, if I remember the recording correctly, Uh, we are switching into the security space. Um, Sorry, I I want to skip here a little. Yeah. So as I told you, okay, um, I've installed KubeScape operator, okay? KubeScape is is an open source uh, security platform for uh, Kubernetes, which is scanning uh, for configuration, uh, security issues, and vulnerabilities in your cluster. So here is, I went to the UI, uh, in the UI of this cluster, in the, which I call dog, uh, demo queue Okay, I'm going to check out all of our security controls. And first of all, okay, I want to see only the failed controls, and then those uh, with the highest severity. And then we can see a few interesting controls. Okay, uh, one is that we are seeing here a privilege container. So it's bridge containers are sometimes okay in in uh, in kubernetes therefore uh, we are saying well we are, we accept it on the other hand okay we see that there is a security potential security issue in the state, uh, in the stateful set of mongodb because uh, this control failed because it thinks that there is uh, a credential inside uh, the yaml file which is kind of funny because uh, honestly, I think that this can be uh, an issue, okay, uh, in Cubescape itself, because the the definition it thought that there is a password inside the YAML file, uh, which would, uh, weren't. But on the other hand, it was a security issue in the sense that, you know, you had you allowed empty password files, which are not really good. So uh, another control is whether which uh, pods have uh, network access. In this case, okay, these all were good, and while we are reviewing, okay, also the, uh, the security issues. Okay, there is a, um, another security issue which is called uh, resource limits, which um, is both a security and obviously an operational issue. Okay, if you are not putting limits on your uh, on your uh, workloads, can be an issue. And this is in this case, Grafana, uh, the Helm chart came without uh, without limits, which is not an, a good idea. Um, and if I yeah also MongoDB stateful set uh, for some reason by default is not coming also uh, uh, with limits which is also not something good. Um, so in general, okay, this uh, uh, this small cluster can give you like uh, you know uh, a half an hour work okay, of reviewing all these potential security and DevOps uh, and operational issues. Um, Beyond that, um, I don't remember if we have here something uh, interesting like things like etcd is not encrypted. Um, also, whether host path uh, mounting is is acceptable for these uh, for these workloads. In this case, all of them are known workloads, so I've said that I don't want to see them. So we're heading toward uh, image image scanning and vulnerabilities. So. Um, Within Kubescape uh, uh, operator is is scanning your images in your Kubernetes cluster. So there's a, a good question of whether you should uh, um, scan your images, you know, in your registry when you're creating it, or you should also scan them, you know, inside the Kubernetes cl- cluster. And if they are already scanned as part of the registry or even before, why you should scan them inside your Kubernetes cluster? Does anyone know the reason why? Sorry? Yeah, because exactly. Because vulnerabilities are, you know, it's not a constant. It's not one thing. Okay, every day we find new vulnerabilities. Okay, and one day we don't have a vulnerability in our application. And the second day it turns out there is the uh, log uh, um, for shell uh, issue. Okay, and then we'll get a different. Uh, uh, therefore, we, we must. Monitor okay our, our images inside the Kubernetes cluster. So in this case we have uh, monitored the MongoDB stateful set, okay, and we see that there is a single critical issue. Okay, so at the end of the time, if Bart says that I have two more uh, seconds for me to show you something cool, I hopefully I will be able to show you something more interesting about this. Uh, so I'm also showing here the Rbox okay of this cluster okay what with with the different roles and uh and bindings and the different different subjects you can review inside your uh, your cluster which is super interesting okay when we are talking about security observability okay and uh and i really really uh you know suggest you to a little bit look monitor uh, the RBAC inside your cluster okay because this is important for for your security so we don't have a lot of time. Okay, I'm a sk- skipping ahead. Um, okay, this is more Arbuck stuff. So, um, so again, um, I've installed also Prometheus. So very very easily, if you are you know if you haven't known Prometheus and Grafana before uh you know uh, it is really the cloud native way to do uh, uh observability okay logging into uh the, my grafana okay which uh takes data from the prometheus db i have on my system um inside uh, uh you know we have these different dashboards okay which can uh, the general generic dashboards for for you know for reviewing the cluster health and different usage inside the cluster uh, we have more dedicated dashboards, uh, uh, you know, for, in, in this case, for for Kubernetes uh, state pool sets, which is like, uh, uh, in my case, okay, was in the Minikube was not really nice because for some reason, I didn't get the data through um, yesterday when, when I tried to set up, okay, this demo. Um, and, you know, so this, this persistent volume uh, issues, okay, uh, which you can, you know, raise in very, very simple uh, um, dashboards inside Grafana, which uh, I think is really, really, useful. And, and those who haven't used them before, uh, I think this is the really right way, um, to, to look into these things. So, um, this is about, you know, the recorded demo. So I wanted to really, uh, really just for two minutes, okay. Return, uh, to the question of, of vulnerability scanning. So, I don't know if you recall how many vulnerabilities MongoDB had during the scan. Anyone remember? I don't. Uh, so, it, it must have more than 20, okay? If not more than 50 or, or 100, okay? The Cubescape operator uses Gripe, okay, which is part of the Anchor uh, project. Okay, it's a great vulnerability scanner, but it's the same for any other vulnerability scanners like uh, uh, Sneak and Trivi, all of them they're giving you overwhelming uh, results okay and if I as a security engineer okay I need to uh, uh you know uh, solve these issues trying to get updates, uh, trying to get ahead of uh, top of these things okay it's really hard because most of the time I need to in a big cluster I go is have to run and update images so uh what I wanted to show you is really a sneak preview of a cool project we do, we've done with uh, cubescape um which is um let me do the slideshow him here. So um, this is a vulnerability scan summary of, um, of NGINX, I think. Yeah, NGINX deployment. So if you can see, OK, there is a summary here that it has 396 vulnerabilities altogether after the simple static vulnerability scanning. And during the runtime, we've detected only four. What uh, what Cubescape does, I mean, this is the POC project, okay? And we've just released, you know, really the real first version of it. Is actually uh, it uses ebpf to detect which software packages are are used during the runtime of the pods, and and by understanding which are really loaded into memory, we are simply creating a different alternative vulnerability scan results, which are not containing those uh uh vulnerabilities we are related to packages which are not loaded into RAM. Why is it? Because most of the packages are coming from your base images or build uh, build tools uh, and they are not really used so they cannot be exploited. So um this is really you know this is not a real by the way this is new I'm not sure that this is right uh, uh result okay because in the sense that this Nginx doesn't do anything it even doesn't even load SL. cell okay so it is the dumbest Nginx you can ever find and i'm sure that most of the Nginx you are using okay are much more uh, uh, you know loading more uh, more and more software packages but i wanted to show you that that uh, you know you can make vulnerability scanning uh, um, more relevant okay and more easy to digest so uh, this is about us and I uh, hope it was you know i didn't write enough. Time. you did it was fantastic okay thank we, you very much guys thank you very much great job ben Great job, great job.